0: what is up everyone this is club paradise podcast i'm Nikhil, and this week rohan and i take a look back at phase one of the marvel cinematic universe with endgame closing out phase three of the mcu last year in 2019 and the pandemic pushing back the release of phase four movies we thought it was a good time to start going back through the first three phases and what made marvel into the powerhouse that it is today and while neither rohan nor i consider ourselves experts in the marvel comics or the mcu we are huge fans of the movies our plan is to go through each of the movies one phase at a time we'll discuss the hits and misses we saw how the characters' storylines connect and what we thought pushed the overall mcu storyline forward and with that being said let's get this started
1: marvel did the best job at like like just planning right like they had a foresight of like years yeah. and years yeah. and they were like I'm going to plant seeds from day 1.
0: Yeah, and it feels like it feels like DC kind of forced it. Like they were just like all right, well we got to compete and so we're going to drop these movies. Force is out. the force is the word for sure. Yeah, and they didn't really I don't know if they had their uh, as good of a thought out plan, especially like they at, didn't uh, for sure. As they at, well, I think they put all their faith in Schneider, and and since Schneider wasn't delivering for them, it turned into something like you know they really lost their their credibility right it, it's it feel
1: forced is a good word because i feel like marvel does a really good job of kind of like weaving characters in and out of the movies like the movie is about a specific superhero in that storyline but they're aware that like other things are going on at the same time in that universe that might intersect with what's happening here and they like they play with the audience almost, and like bringing those little yeah, moments. Yeah, well, I think crossover. they almost make
0: it like a. It's almost like the movies are like set up like a TV show in, in a sense. Like phase one is season one of a TV show. That's, and yeah, that's an awesome way of thinking about it. And the way that they're able to weave it in is like as you're watching one season of television, like these different things are happening, and it's like there. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of different characters. That they're that are main characters in one movie, but maybe like a supporting character in in another, but it ends up and en- it ends up feeling like a, a like a TV show with how things are happening. And you're so right. just I haven't
1: thought th- about it like that. I do feel like I just finished season one of a TV show and we're talking about it. Yeah, you know, I have never thought of like the Avengers as like the season finales. Yeah, of dude, each it's phase like, the, like, like the fucking
0: <laughs> Game of Thrones level finale exactly. that's happening, right? Um. So yeah, that's that's how I mean that's why it seems like from a planning perspective like they had all their ducks in a row and they kind of as as long as they you had the vision and they were able to execute it. Like obviously, I would say that having Robert Downey Jr. crush the Iron Man performance was the backbone that they needed to get through phase 1 because there's like I mean, there's obviously a lot of growing pains in this phase as we watch through it but it also- oh there's like gaping holes in
1: like there's literally a single <laughs> movie that i don't know what it's doing in the marvel <laughs> universe that we'll get to but like they, they definitely figured it out by avengers like by the end of phase one i yeah, was I like all right this is turning into this is what they meant to do everything else was just steps to like this finale season one yeah. going strong
0: into two three yeah, it seems like yeah, it's it yeah definitely it seems like they figured out exactly what they were looking for in Avengers, and then they were able to just build on that foundation. Moving
1: because that movie worked so well; it seemed so seamless. It see,
0: well, it see it feels it feels like like later movies Marvel, whereas right. like I would say that the other movies don't.
1: Well, part of that is just because the, the budget, dude. The budget for Avengers at two hundred twenty million dollars. Which is just like a shit ton of money. So and like what you're able to do with CGI at that point is like that was a new that that was the first Marvel movie that did that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. But then I thought Something the same thing with
1: scale. Thor, right? Because they were in like um what's that it was called?
0: That was like Yeah. They were in Asgard and like
1: Yeah, they were in Asgard. They had the rainbow road and all this shit. But like I thought that would be like the highest budget one or be up there with Avengers.
0: Oh, no way. But that
1: man. only had 150 million and the Hulk had the same exact budget as Thor. A
0: 150?
1: Yeah. The Hulk and <laughs> Thor had the same exact budget. It's a lot budget, of CGI. And look what they were able to d- Yeah, but they did I feel like we it, will get like to mostly it. I guess, CGI, right? I, for, for the yeah, but they didn't do it well, dude. Like, you only have like a few scenes in the Hulk where like you're actually looking at him in like a full image, right? A lot of the scenes it's like super dark, and they like almost hide him or keep him in the shadows. And like, right. I-, I feel like they didn't make the most out of that 150 mil. If Thor is what you could do with that same amount of money, well, like, with I all think the it, Asgard it, uh, scenes I and think everything.
0: Also, something to consider is like the cost of being able to do the things that they do now and even in like avengers like i don't know 3 years after they made the hulk and iron man that's and, true um, that's true if you've done if you've done it a couple of times and i'm i don't know if they had similar people working on it all, on all phase 1 movies i'm not sure but i know moving forward that they kept more of a consistency behind like the
1: who, look it, yeah, it the feels look, like the, the same feel, universe
0: yeah, the look and feel things like how things are shot like th- it becomes more consistent and the
1: production like, of all the movies is like so they figured out consistent. They have,
0: yeah they had like you know they figured out what they needed to do and then they were able to build on it and uh, mm-hmm. moving forward in the later you know later movies yeah dude that
1: was <laughs> confusing whatever let's uh
0: <laughs> let's jump into movies so we're starting with the first one right the first in, we're gonna in, go in, in like chronological order yeah n- yeah not in release order Nice. So chronological order and in, t- in the timeline of the MCU universe, and not release, not in the release order of when the movies actually came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that starts us off with Captain America.
1: What did you think about Captain America? Captain what are your <laughs> just thoughts?
0: <laughs> Captain America. I remember when Captain America first came out. I like refused to watch it. I'm like, "Fuck this! This is gonna be the dumbest shit." Like, because he
1: sounds like a lame ass superhero. Yeah, yeah. Like when you don't know anything like, about
0: it. Yeah, it's like 2011. <laughs> i like in the middle of college. I'm like, this is the lamest shit that I could ever watch in college. This fucking co- cookie cutter superhero, or whatever. And I just, I don't know. I and it's just like I, I had something against against Marvel at that time too. Like. Yeah. Just like uh, it's just, like it's Marvel. I'm not going to you know, like whatever. Like I'll see it if I see it. Right. Um, so I didn't watch it for a long time. After I got more into the Mar- Marvel, you know, cinematic universe, I watched it and I thought it was all right. But that was probably like sometime in fate. Uh, it, it was probably like I watched Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And was like, and then damn, you were this movie. And more. then I was like, damn, this movie's sick. And then I'm like, all yeah. right, I gotta, fi- I gotta watch the first one now. So then I watched the first one and like, w- obviously wasn't as as impressed because I wasn't expecting it to take place like back in the 40s right. around the like really just like I thought it was gonna be more like now, like in in present day. And they which took... it
1: just took that one movie and like because now it is in present day, right? And that yeah. movie was just like the the history of it almost um and dude i yeah. i actually i remember also not wanting to watch it that bad because again i thought he was a lame-ass superhero but turns out my guy chris evans absolutely kills the role like it, he's great dude i didn't think yeah. i'd like him honestly
0: he plays i like him as well. captain america it's he like plays I, it will i just like didn't understand the character stand-up guy like- <laughs> I didn't like. I didn't understand who they were supposed to be and why they were acting like this. And it's like as, as you learn the story, and where it culminates, like, ultimately in in phase three, it's just like, going back now is is nice to see Captain America's origins, and I I really appreciate this movie for for what it is now. Yeah, dude.
1: I felt like I liked it a lot better after going back and watching it after like the phases like kind of played out because coming back to the, like there's so much like they plant like their roots in this movie, right? Like there's so many things that are like established in this movie. Cause it was the first, like in the series of like time. yeah So this is like the earliest shit that we know as like a Marvel watcher, right? Like this is as far back as it goes for us. Yeah, and, and I then, thought that was so
0: cool. And it's interesting that they released it right before Avengers. So it's like you kind of had this mystery throughout when it was, you know, all the other movies like Iron Man and You were kind of missing Hulk, like Iron a Man piece. 2, Thor. You're missing a piece. You're missing you're missing something and this movie reveals a lot um, especially just the origins going back to like how things got to the way they were before present day and then it like leaps into the Avengers. So I I liked where they time like release date wise, where they did it in the phase, um, right? Yeah, yeah, because like you're watching things like like Thor came out before
1: it, right? Yeah, so you're watching things like Thor and like did uh Iron Man 2 come out before it? Yeah, this was so yeah, you're was, watching all of those movies like like this thing called the Tesseract, and you have no idea like what that is or where it came from until you watch. Captain America where they find it in this like temple and you're like oh well that's why it's now here and like you I Well you we don't watched even watch it yeah. in chronological order so I felt like I even missed that watching it through this time right it's like you didn't know what the hell the tesseract was yeah, until until a Captain point.
0: America yeah cuz they don't right even talk Avengers. about it in Thor Thor is mainly like Thor They mention
1: it in like the after like the after credit yeah, exactly. scene exactly and yeah.
0: that's be- and that's because they were releasing Captain America next so it gave, like, that that prelude to what that whole thing was. And then, obviously, right. in Avengers, the Tesseract becomes the main, you know, one of the main things. It, it, it all is all of a sudden the, the most thing. important thing. And <laughs> the then at the end things. of the day,
1: at the end of, like, the end of the phases, it turns out the Tesseract was just a small piece in, like, the actual. <laughs> yeah, and just... that's what's so dope about Marvel, man, because they keep zooming out. Like every yeah, phase yeah. and you're just like, oh, Are you my like, God, oh this shit, is like, oh <laughs> this is not
0: even, this is not even that important. And, exactly. then it, and then it seems like also watching phase one films now is just like somewhat like not poor. Small cheese. It's yeah, small cheese, yeah, dude. Small cheese is a good way to put it. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say small potatoes, but also small cheese.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, it's small. You feel like you're like playing the video game, and these are like the lame ass dudes, like the bosses at the beginning, where yeah, you're like, where you're like it, yeah, I, I, guess get, I guess this is kind of hard, but like I'm trying to get shit. to like, trying to get to the real shit, yeah. the real cheese. Yeah, and even
0: watching, sometimes even watching Phase Two movies now, because it's like, man, there's really like, they're really going places with this thing. I'm but, excited
1: to rewatch Phase Two. I feel it's like the phase that I watched the least, rewatched the oh, least. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I'm really excited to do that. I've watched the Phase One movies a bunch because, like, I don't know, it was like the first superhero movies. I loved Iron Man. Like yeah, Iron Man, are you it big like Iron Man mo- guy? It's like one of my favorite movies, dude. Robert Downey <laughs> is such a G because it's so it's so based in like things that could actually happen like a tech billy. like Elon Musk even makes a fucking cameo in like Iron Man 2 cuz this is like the that's like the Marvel Elon Musk right like he's just this guy he's trying to solve the world's biggest problems and he's got all this like tech and money at his disposal to do whatever the fuck he wants with yeah exactly that's so dope
0: i, I had missed that that cameo before i probably didn't even know who Elon Musk was until <laughs> yeah, I me watched too, it. and then I watched it like recently, and I'm like, oh shit, Iron Man two, Elon Musk. Yeah, it was right that before was so the cool. it's right before the the racetrack scene, which is like the best scene in that movie, I think. When I
1: uh, bust out the electric whip,
0: yeah, and then the he cuts time. the thi- he cuts the thing in half, and Happy and Pepper are trying to go save him, and that's <laughs> like that is so funny. Like they are so funny in that role. She, yeah, Pepper's just screaming in the back, and, and fucking John Favs, <laughs> Johnny Fav. This guy is just like, oh my god, it's too funny. And then yeah, and then he, uh, Iron Man finally saves the day, but then he realizes like he's not the only one with this technology. Right, probably the best the best part about that movie because it doesn't really Ivan Vanko doesn't get much better than that part of the movie.
1: Dude, like I his... <laughs> wait. Did you not like Ivan Vanko? I liked
0: him, but I I like lo- it was just I like, like that it, guy, it just dude. like I thought he was gonna get better. I thought he was gonna like become more powerful, but he never does. Really, he just kind of takes control of Justin Hammer's droids, and that's his. B- that's it. <laughs> but dude, I thought he's I, funny he's as a funny villain. Guy.
1: As a villain, maybe yeah. Like probably not the best villain he out of the didn't get, phase one. It ones. just didn't
0: get any deeper than that.
1: <laughs> but dude, as
0: a as a character, that guy was so
1: funny. Yeah, yeah he was. He called everyone Mien, Like, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> like, and then he really, really wanted his bird. And yeah, then the yeah. guy brings him a bird. He's like, "Man, <laughs> this is not my bird.
0: <laughs> this is not my bird." <laughs> He's like, this is a thing, This is a bird that looks like your bird. But then he <laughs> like, becomes best friends
1: bird. with the bird at the end anyways. They're pals by yeah. the end of it. Yeah. I love that. I love that, dude. Or is it's that a happy his ending bird? It was never
0: confirmed if it was his bird or not.
1: <laughs> it wasn't. No, he knew right away. He's like, man, this but, is not my bird. <laughs> but
0: the one that was shown later, how do you know that wasn't his bird?
1: Because I think, what did they do with the first bird then? There's no way he let that them take the first bird, bird away. That bird got back to where
0: that first bird was.
1: Damn, that would be pretty cool if it was his bird. They switched the end, it up, but you not even know
0: because Justin Hammer the first time got a, a very similar-looking bird. He did the bird research necessary. <laughs>
1: similar to Matesh, he did the
0: research. Yeah, he, did. <laughs> he did the research, dude, and he got a, he got a bird similar. But, Ivan but by bad,
1: Ivan knew right away. Yeah. He saw through all the research, and he was like, "Men, this is not my bird. <laughs> and then, like... It Dude, would be cool because had- that was like a cliffhanger for me. Is like what ultimately happens to like him and his bird. But if it that <laughs> if that's his bird at the end, then that's that's the completion of the I arc. Mean, and I, I like. I feel that. like
0: he gets stopped with minimal, with minimal issues, and then the main issue was actually that all the droids were were self destructing, and then he had to go and quickly save Pepper. Yeah.
1: Yep, that was his
0: move. Really, the the biggest the biggest like, issue that Tony Stark faced in, in that movie is the is the fact that he is dying. And he had... He that was drinking, the whole...
1: That's what he, the whole movie was about, though, yeah. at the end of the day, right? It's just he needs to figure out a way to survive with this shit.
0: Yeah, and he's drinking some type of, like, some type of juice. <laughs> Black <some> liquid. <laughs> like, yeah. some
1: mysterious...
0: It's some type of blend. I think there, if you go to, like, a juice shop now, maybe, like, a Jamba Juice, I think Trader not Joe's like a, has this, actually. Yeah, they you have can this now. You can get it. For yeah, sure. blueberries. Like some, type it's of, a, some type of chlorophyll, plant, yeah. vegan-based... Uh, detox your blood. Yeah, that, that's what it's know, meant to do. Yeah, it's supposed to keep, keep you alive. <laughs> it's like an X lax of sorts. Of sorts. And, My man
1: Tony was ahead of his times yeah, with all the health juices. Yeah,
0: and Pepper had to, like... Do some type of operation. Oh,
1: Pepper put him onto that juice for sure. Yeah. She's a juice girl, hundred <laughs> percent. She goes to Jumbo like every day before work.
0: For sure. She's a CEO, dude.
1: Hell yeah, she's a CEO. That was a sick move. I like when he, he did that. You. He we- thought
0: he was dying and then he's like, Alright, like who am I gonna give it to? And then it was Pepper. Yeah. Which was sick. Yeah. But yeah, that I mean, that's pretty much all that happened in that movie. <laughs> yeah, that is all. <laughs> kind of. I didn't like Iron Man two very much. Man. I thought it was the funniest. I
1: liked it because John Cheadle is a dope character to add. Like, yeah, I like liked sure. that about it, and like the fact there were multiple suits, and it was cool to watch. But like, you're it. Nothing happened. Like Tony yeah. was dying. A bunch of shit happened with a guy with a whip, and then at the end, Tony's not dying, and he invents vibranium, and that which is dope. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That
0: that, dope. that see that I mean that's major because he he creates Jarvis or no, he uses Jarvis to create that and then right. that becomes like an issue like later on in the fa- in Phase 2. Yep. Um but that be, being able to have like that clean suit that he that he uses to just like catapult the ability of the suit like later on yeah. is key. That that was key that he and he discovered it from his dad. Right. Yep. On the on that map.
1: Of, yeah, he saw he saw the message in the map. Yeah, and he bought the whole map back Yeah, in, put his it car. in his car
0: <laughs> in the backseat of the two
1: seater. And he, he was riding. He was yeah. riding down the highway with the map.
0: And little did he know that he was going to create a, or find a new element.
1: Yeah, dude. Did you catch this shit on the first? So I didn't catch this until this watch. It was um, when he's making the vibranium and he's using that big-ass machine that he builds. He, at some point, he, he gets tossed like Captain America's shield, right? Which is made of all vibranium, right? Right and he uses he's like oh thanks exactly what i needed he uses it to fucking prop up like yeah. the machine and then he makes his little about of vibrative and he's like fuck yeah but like the whole thing was just like a propping like a
0: propping tool for him yeah yeah fu- i didn't notice that i didn't that notice that, in, that shit i didn't notice that until a recent rewatch that, super that, funny. That, that that was a thing but yeah that's it's pretty hilarious that but
1: that kind of shit like the small yeah, like it's, it's small like it's like Easter skirts eyes. yeah, yeah the small exactly. easter eggs like, that
0: <laughs> they leave like throughout is pretty. it dope.
1: reminds you that there's like but actually at that point captain america hadn't even come out exactly right? that's why it was so like you didn't prelude. even know it was like you didn't even know. it was
0: like a prelude to, to what so you would
1: only do. know that by going back and rewatching iron man 2 that they were trying to do that
0: yeah unless you like knew wow. the story unless, unless you, like, you remembered right or, yeah or, like, or you if you were it. a Marvel comic book fan right yeah for sure that's true but yeah for the regu- for the everyday regular guy like us like we were like, like damn, yeah, this is sick <laughs> yeah wow wow Wow. (laughs) they thought about this i was how would they even know to think about this at that time i feel like like comic book
1: fans almost roll their eyes at people that don't catch those kind of things the first try They're like (laughs) these guys they had no idea it was made out of vibranium at the time they're probably like like, (laughs) this is small i mean
0: i'm sure that there's crazy shit that's happened like in the comic books that were that they're just like wow you guys don't e- you guys don't even know right
1: now we're sleeping on that shit right now we have no idea yeah we have I no mean,
0: idea I, I feel like damn I wish like I wish I was into comic books when I was a kid that would have been sick damn. it was like we were saying man like we so we started like
1: doing that right like we started like doing that research and the backgrounds and all this but we realized that that we were just digging ourselves a hole. And it was never ending, and yeah. like I can't dedicate like this was be like a full time job if you were to do that over the span yeah. of a week.
0: There's way too much there, or like a four credit hour course in college. Where right, where I'm spending ten hours a week just trying to figure out what the fuck happened in the backstory of these characters.
1: I was googling some how- wild questions about like just very specific things, and I caught myself and I was like, I'm not gonna learn all of this in like a week. Like there's no way.
0: No, yeah, there's no way. It's, I mean, we're we're doing the best that we can with we the, are with the we're fans of
1: the movies, big fans,
0: <laughs> big fans, big Johnny. I Fab like it fan. when they leave those Easter eggs, dude. It's sick. Me too. I get surprised, it's obvious. It's honestly like maybe if I I'm more into it because like I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Right. I don't even know what exactly. I, I don't even it's know what better. could happen. This like anything <laughs> could happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh
0: But I think I think we strayed away from the We strayed
1: away. We didn't even talk about Captain America yeah, at so all. Should, yeah. Well, we should get back to Captain America. <laughs> we should do Captain America. We really did. Even we, though
0: but like we started
1: talking about it because like this is the one that comes out right before Avengers. Yeah. So right before everyone comes through, you find out what happens like way before like what like 60 70 years before any of this shit happens, right? right? Like you go back to World War 2. And I like that they did that, though, because, like, there's a few places in the universe where they connect it to, like, real-life things that happened, like World War II, and that makes it feel so much more like, like we were talking about Marvel DC. It feels like this is, like, a different route that history could have gone on yeah, instead of, like, a fantasy universe.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm skeptical about, about what actually happened in World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's big on these uh, conspiracy
1: theories, guys. <laughs> this is the Marvel conspiracy theory. Is this, is this theory. not the
0: biggest conspiracy of the ball? <laughs> that this is all a- actually real life shit that happened. No. The Tesseract is sitting <laughs> in some tesser- <laughs> like
1: bolted safe in the White House. <laughs> They're
0: just keeping that shit under wraps. Iron Man will reveal himself soon. Don't worry; that his time is coming because this world is crumbling. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, Captain America really just lays lays all the the framework, I would guess. Right? What Inter- did you
1: think of this bad guy,
0: my man? Uh, was
1: Johan. 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 I mean, he's just
0: like he's like a typical Marvel bad guy where you like, you know, he's evil because of how he looks. You don't know why he is doing anything that he's doing except for the fact that he wants, like, either power or revenge or something like that. And it's revealed—I mean, obviously, he's on—you know, he's on the German side, so he's—that's, like, the— He's evil. This—I didn't pick—well, I guess I registered it
1: before, but I didn't really pick up on the first watch that, like, Hydra is, like—there's a research division of the Nazis, yeah. Right, like they're like basically like R and D. They're the shield. They're the shield. Right, they're, they're the shield the of Nazis. Of, yeah, so. I didn't like. I guess I registered it on the first watch, but like that's. I like that they do that though. That's pretty cool because they're tying it to like actual like evil things. Yeah, that are real in the world, and yeah, that's pretty that, dope. That,
0: that, that this is this could. Yeah, and that's what that I think. What they're establishing that
1: these people are evil by like tying. It and to I think
0: that. this is like a, a subject of like or i don't know if it's a subject but just like uh, a commentary on that time like I, I think i remember reading somewhere that like captain america comic books were actually like propaganda
1: oh no way and huh. so
0: like that's why these are ro- these you know these ca- you know captain america's rooted from world war 2 and and hydra is like nazi like That makes a lot
1: of sense, dude, because they even use him, like, physically, like, the superhero in the movie as That's why it's,
0: like, it was cool to learn that. It's because, like, the movie is actually way more into it and well done than than people, if you're not paying, if you don't know that or you're not paying attention, like.
1: But they didn't stray from that, which is, like, which is
0: cool. Yeah, that he's not, that he's not just that guy and he, you know, he grows to be something more that is actually useful to the, you know. To the war and to the to the U.S. government or whatever, yep. um, but yeah, so that that that's where that comes from. And then it's like the other thing that is huge. I feel like is the super soldier experiments that gets touched on, and that's like it's hitting on like Howard Stark and his whole his whole involvement in this um, shaping the the next generation of. Mm-hmm you know, heroes that, that are to come and that actually come and save the world. Like, he has his hand in so many different things. Um, mm-hmm. So he's introduced in this movie. Um, he creates the serum with the other doctor. I forget the, the other doctor's name or the scientist that's
1: there. He it was, was bad serum versus good serum. Which one was going to win? Because then the bad serum turns my guy... The, the Red Skull takes the bad serum, right? Well, and that's it, it, the
0: that's the... Hydra version of the serum, right? So they have that version that they're both been working towards the same thing. That one turns him That one turns Johann Schmidt into the Red Skull. Steve Rogers gets the other one and turns him into the one perfect super soldier. And then the rest of them are destroyed, or um, I think one is stolen. I like that idea. I like that idea of like superheroes
1: being created through these like military experiments or like military t- like tech races because like if there's a believable way out there where like superheroes could be a real thing that's where it would happen just yeah. through like military funding in reality right so I, I I like that they keep that that based in like things that could actually happen
0: yeah I would I would agree that it doesn't seem so far I think when I was a kid, that seemed way more far far off than just, like, Batman, beco- like, having <laughs> to, you know, like, having all this money and then all of a sudden becoming, like, able to become the Batman, like, later. Like, that seemed more plausible to me than, like, someone running a, a random laboratory experiment and then turning... S- A regular guy into a super soldier, and now now it doesn't seem that fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, now it seems like maybe these people are (laughs) among us already. (laughs) I know, like if you
1: throw (laughs) enough money at this thing and you have the resources of the U.S. military, like what? Yeah, and who's to say like how does that not not to make this a
0: conspiracy podcast, but who's to say that the government? Oh, but it is. (laughs) Who's to say (laughs) that these people aren't already like in Iraq and shit, or wherever the next war is going to be? Like, you know. Yeah. Well. We'll never know
1: until there's a alien invasion and they'll they'll be forced to assemble. Yeah, and they'll <laughs> be forced to assemble. They'll be forced to assemble because yeah. they need it. We need them. Yeah, we need <laughs> them at this time. That's of what crime. Sam said, right? Because yeah. they'll, how do you know they'll come back? Because we and then hopefully
0: them. some sort of radioactive thing happens to me, and then I can be recruited and be the next. Soldier <laughs> in the Avengers, that eventually that they will be skeptical about me at first, but then they'll realize that I have the true powers to become a helpful <laughs> member of the team. That's this is what, what my this hope podcast is. <laughs> is this is what this podcast is
1: really about. Nick is pitching himself to all the superheroes and, out there that when they need,
0: when the time comes, he is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and now we have this recorded. It will be out there in the streets, and we all know everybody's listening all the time. Every. <laughs> Government's listening. People are listening. My voice is getting out there, dude. This pitch is going to become yeah. real. <laughs> all right. All Moving right. So, on.
1: Lo- <laughs> lo- lo- so we we're in 1942. Yeah. All that stuff happened. Cap gets frozen for 40 years, all of a sudden, or yeah, 70 years. Bu- 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 we'll of a also sudden.
0: say that Bucky Barnes is, is introduced, right? He's oh, a, Bucky came he's through. He's the in best the movie. friend, but then he like goes on a mission with Captain America and falls off a train. And then we find out later what happens to him. But at the, at the moment, we think he's dead. Um, and Peggy Carter is also working with Howard Stark, and they're, like, founders of S.H.I.E.L.D., or, like, like you know, integral members of, of how S.H.I.E.L.D. is shaped, like, moving forward. Uh-huh. So,
1: the, so at the end, right, like, this guy, the Red Skull guy, gets transported somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And this was another one of those things where I guess I didn't make the connection when I was watching Infinity Wars, but he's that dude. Yeah, he's he, the he's, he's the creepy guy. He's Vormir. He gets transported to Vormir, where he's then the keeper of the uh, yeah I the think soul, soul the
0: soul stone, right? Yeah, I think what he says in that movie is like he, um, he re- like he realized right with the Tesseract, he he realized the true powers, and then I think he like tried to find. Others, other things like that, and he was, like, looking for the stones. Um, mm. And then in in that, he found the soul stone, and then that ended up, he, become, he became the keeper. Got it. He became the Some, keeper. Something he along those never, lines. He can
1: never have it, but he had to help people get it. We don't know what happened. I don't know what, what happened, we do but know, I know. I do is is know. He was in Vormir at the time yeah, when he's they got the keeper. there. I know he, he
0: was looking for the stones because he said, I think he said it in the movie. Stone um, searcher, but yeah, in stones. in his search, he ended up becoming the keeper of that stone, and yeah, right. so he's tra- he's transferred, and then the that, the tesseract falls into the ocean and is later recovered by Howard Stark, but they couldn't find
1: at the end of the same movie, right? Yeah. Like they do it in the after credits, right? So I'm glad right, that right. they cleared that up like right away because that was gonna be like, what the hell happens now, like after that's the, the thing, he threw it dude. Out
0: of the plane. Now it's like there's always when you're watching all these movies, you're like, damn. There's, you know there's something else coming, right? Mm-hmm. That was such a huge thing. that they, The fact that they added the end credits thing is, like, the biggest game changer for, like, blockbuster movies and, like, movies that are trying to tie to other movies, like, right. in, in terms of creating a scenario. It's such a
1: creative way of doing it. Like, yeah. people even to this day will sit through all movies at the end. There'll always be people sitting in the theaters, and what, <laughs>
0: waiting through the credits. And what other movie would you ever do that for? Yeah. But you know, these guys just made it a thing. It's like, all right, we're just gonna release like a small clip that's gonna they're leave always you like, like thirty. You seconds. thought you were on the edge of your seat already, bitch. Get they even more. They always reveal the
1: something crazy. They always reveal something that's a game changer. Yeah, or and now like it's a like point. now they're.
0: Before it was like they're kind of. I actually, I think even from, yeah, from the beginning, they're like looting. It's not even the same character. Sometimes you get introduced to a new character in the end credit and you're like, damn, who the fuck is this?
1: Right. A lot of it at the beginning was like uh, uh, Sam Jackson recruiting. Like he was just going, paying visits, saying what's up. Hey, my name's Sam. Sam Jackson
0: first. And then it was Tony Stark and, and the Incredible Hulk. And
1: I liked that one. I liked when uh, Tony, when us, uh, because that was my favorite part of the movie. Because the rest of the movie was trash, <laughs> but the, but the, the last scene was dope when they bought in Stark. Scene. They tie it to like the the uh, fucking the super general. soldier experiments. He's like, I told you that was gonna fail. Like, yeah. what did you think? But then actually, it was a success because Cap was dope, and he didn't know about that at the time. And yeah. then he'll know at the Avengers when they both meet. And then it's then then he's like, all right. Yeah, Super soldiers, yeah. Or, yeah, then yeah. They have their thing, but I then li- he recruited.
0: Li- he ended up recruiting Ross, who's a real pain in pain in his ass moving forward. Yep. So maybe he regrets that decision. Yeah. But that guy got what he deserved at the end of that movie.
1: He did. <laughs> he did, dude. That
0: is, yeah. Shit, that's not. I,
1: I want to have a conversation about the Hulk at some point. Well, Let's we save will. that. Con- yeah, exactly. I have. Yeah, of- I
0: think next is uh, Iron Man. So this is one of my favorite movies in general. Yeah. So why why don't you tell me why this is one of your favorite movies?
1: This is my favorite movie because I could picture. Is your favorite movie? No, no, sorry. My favorite Marvel movie. Oh, okay. Well, still Not my favorite Marvel movie.
0: Marvel movie in this phase. (sighs) (laughs)
1: Hold up. Let me be careful about what I say. I was, I was being a little bit. Yeah, that's a little.
0: That's a little crazy, bro. No, no. So
1: this is my favorite (laughs) movie in Phase One, like. By far, I think. Avengers is up there for sure, but as an individ- yeah. individual movie, this is like one of my favorites. Okay. Because like I I like uh it just seems so rooted in reality and I could feel like this would happen at some point. Yeah. If technology keeps going in a direction, there's people with a shit ton of money that are actually like dope. Like he's just like a cool billionaire doing cool shit, right? And he has a weapons
0: contractor, which is its own thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I mean I yeah, the I think this is like if there was like an origin story that was like dope as fuck that you would want to like impersonate, it would probably be this origin story. Where it's like you're this billionaire playboy philanthropist and then something really crazy happens, but because you're so smart on the side that you're just able to save yourself and create this suit and then end up protecting the world from its deadliest heroes. <laughs> I, mean, right. uh, so, I mean, villains, not heroes.
1: <laughs> that was my favorite scene in the movie, by the way, when he was, like, getting like Can getting you? himself out of, like, captive – or getting himself out of, like, capture, cap, uh, being captured by the terrorists. Captivity. Yeah. That's an awesome scene. He makes friends with the doctor, and they're, like, best yeah, buds. Yinsen. Yinsen. That was <laughs> – that was Dude, cool yinson Yinsen, like he's like foundational to, to the avengers I think, if you like, think about it
0: and of like iron man's psyche like i think he like he is a he is a part of iron man because of like he was there when the first suit and he and he's the one that saved tony's life too he's huge yep he's a huge guy yeah he started everything if you think about it he's yeah you really, sa- yeah, you really saved everything too. Started and saved everything, because without that, I mean, the
1: makeshift Iron Man suit is it was it was, it was like a really fun scene to watch. <laughs> You're funny. like watching it's him construct this thing.
0: <laughs> it was funny. You're like it's 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 rooted in reality, but that I was like that's the that whole part of the movie is so crazy that the the fact that they would be able to do that in a cave after he's been in an explosion. <laughs> yeah No, that, he that's, has a hole in his heart but that he's he's able to be saved but he's by able to get thing. up
1: and be okay yeah how that's long the, was he in captivity the, by see, the way that's the type
0: of shit that i'm talking about with like the the dc versus marvel stuff it's like if someone got seriously injured they'd the universe <laughs> the universe seems like a like real like the most r- real thing that we could probably have but mm-hmm. like the way that these origin stories come out it's like
1: yeah. but there has to be some kind of a comic book element yeah to yeah because yeah, right? of, of course that's it, what it, it is but yeah right? that's what I
0: mean it's like it, it it's more like it's more like a like a fantasy or like a cartoon but then they take that fantasy and cartoon and it's like if you can accept that for what it is and then move, you'll be okay with Then the rest you'll of this. be okay with the rest of this and it's incredible yeah. and this is what Natasha needs to hear right now yeah <laughs> Just get over it. Matasha, if you're listening, go watch this shit right now. <laughs> Just stop thinking so much. Just sit down and enjoy it, like, for what it is. <laughs> fuck. Oh, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, so, th- I mean, that, yeah, I love that scene. That's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie um, is the part where he's in the cave, and then he's able to bust out, and, like, he takes on the Ten Rings terrorist group and he says fuck y'all and then he he gets out and is saved by roadie
1: yeah what are your thoughts on the the villain here um what's his
0: name Ironmonger, right (laughs) I mean he is like he's like a side guy who they needed they needed someone to be like the secretive he's he seems like he's a good guy at the beginning He's a bad
1: side of the business. But
0: he's bald, so you know that there's something fishy going on. Exactly.
1: You knew it since the beginning, since yeah. he was bald.
0: Bald guys would be—and that's why you don't know whether to trust Nick Fury, because he is also bald, and he also has a-, a sort of facial hair. And you're like, damn, normally a guy with a eye patch and wearing all black with a large trench coat and like black boots, you're going <laughs> to think that this guy is not good. He looks Most, like a bad guy. Yeah. They, they made sure to make him look like that. Exactly. And then this guy is just the business version of that where he's wearing a suit, but he also has a beard, and he's bald, and he is Jeff Bridges. And you're just like, damn, this guy, there's something, I don't know if I trust this guy. And then it's revealed that he's the bad he's trying to take over Tony Tony's business. But then you look Caleb. back and you think we should have known the whole time
1: because of the baldness. Yeah. We're tackling the <laughs> we're tackling the major themes here. I think yeah, I think we're like, uncovering are guys, things.
0: Are you guys seeing this? Am I the only one that's <laughs> <seen>? <laughs> Has anybody
1: else noticed this? <laughs>
0: this is another one of those yeah.
1: conspiracy Marvel conspiracy theories. Everyone that's bald in the movie is just a bad guy. Yeah, Thanos, Maybe not the Thanos worst Thanos guy. Dan knows his whoa. <laughs> We just hey. blew this thing wide open.
0: <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <We're figuring laughs> Prove, him, sh- wrong. Prove yeah. him wrong.
1: Prove him wrong. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, they do that in a lot of the movies where there's like a semi bad guy and then like there's like the actual bad guy. Yeah, and he's like in, in Hulk later. where there's like the general and you're like, oh, it's the bad guy. But then this like dinosaur comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, nope, that's the bad guy. <laughs> it's they, they it's, like, it's <laughs> they more like a play.
0: Right, it's yeah. like a, with the theatrics that happen in these movies, especially <laughs> at the beginning, it's like a play, like, we're just like all of a sudden, this happens, and it's like, pop, pop, and then bam, something happens. The movie, it,
1: it like it changes direction yeah. so fast, like, oh my god, this is a reality <laughs> now. We need to accept this, and we need to figure out how to deal with this now. Yeah, yeah, like when the destroyer came in Thor, every like mankind was just like, oh, okay. We need. We need to. This thing is here now. We have no idea what this is. It's a reality now, and we have to team together and figure out how to do this. The,
0: yeah, that's such a crazy thing because one of the and also a huge thing in Iron Man is that he reveals himself to the world, and it's like in superhero movies. I would say before, um, it's a huge thing that you know you need to hide your identity. That you're that's not, always
1: been like an accepted like norm, and now. Yeah. Even in like yeah. Spider
0: Man and stuff before, which was a Marvel, which was a Marvel comic, but the movies that came before, like he, like uh, the Tobey Maguire ones, he's his main. He's like, I, I need a high. I can't tell anyone about this. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that they do in Phase One is at the end of the movie is like, fuck it, I am Iron Man. I and love
1: that. That was such a badass. That route. is a
0: badass way to end a movie too. Yeah, with the music, with the ACDC playing because the ICBC. only reason that he actually
1: did it was because he thought it was cool I know. like that that's like at the core like why he did it there wasn't some like other like like moral reason it was just like no i'm fucking iron man and yeah. this is fucking cool it, like it, i'm it just play, to it, tell it, you
0: you know it it uh firmly puts his personality into play of like how yeah. he's gonna act um it sets a precedent for the rest of the movies to come i think i don't know how hidden these characters were in the comics or anything like that but i think it sets a precedent that like this s- is a regular thing regular people the muggles of the mcu and superheroes or enhanced people are going to be co-mingling and there's going to be people on the streets that are just going to have to accept this like, yeah that these people are here in this in this world right right and then that's like, I guess that ties into like Hulk, who Banner is pretty much like in this movie. Banner is he does the you know he's the government, the U.S. government continues with the super soldier like program, and so they, they like cut, try to bring it
1: back, right? Yeah, like it they, was like they tried to th-
0: well, they try to bring it back. They cut the apparently like testing wasn't going going well, so they cut the funding, and that's why Bruce. That's, like, with flash, fast flashback scene at the beginning of the movie where they're showing him, like, putting in the te- – like, testing the serum on himself. But instead of – it's, like, different – it's a different serum, right? Because in, the fir- in Captain America, they're using the – it's, like, Vita light or something like that where he is put into – Captain America was put into this, like, I don't know, casket-type thing and closed. And then there's, like, light that's, like, flashing on him. Mixed yeah. with the rate, mixed with the serum that goes in, and then that combination created Captain America. But Hulk uses gamma rays instead of like that vita, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why he becomes the Hulk, and he's not, you know, not just another Captain America. And so he's, a, he's like the experiment gone bad. Yeah, and then, like, yeah he he injures like his girlfriend, and he also injures her father, which is General Ross. Um, who ends up playing like a bigger role as like the Secretary of State um, that is sets up the Sokovia Accords and all that stuff that happens later, but yeah. he is introduced, and he obviously thinks that Hulk is a bad person. After this, like he needs to be put down or whatever, and then Bruce Banner goes on the run and pretty much just Ross and, and his like guy, his uh, his soldier sidekick, who also gets a super soldier. Um, serum in the movie and becomes the abomination, um, but they're just chasing Banner the entire time, and he's on the run, and that's the <laughs> whole movie. And nothing—he ha- doesn't learn. It's not like he learns how to control his his the condition. Oh, no, that doesn't happen until much later. Yeah, or like uh, just anything. Just he he's just unable to control the Hulk at this point, and then that's the whole movie. And then he the whole he we all realize that the Hulk is not a terrible, you know, not terrible, but is is able to, like, decipher between good and bad in the right situations. because
1: Dude, I'm glad you said it before I did, man, because there was absolutely nothing that happened in this movie from beginning to end. There was nothing. They just changed where they were. There were face-offs, and they were in the same place at the end of the movie. There's nothing that happened in this movie. <laughs> you were just made aware that the Hulk is a thing.
0: Yeah. And he and was running. I, w- like, I watched it at the time 2008 when it came out i liked it then i thought it was like i don't know i for some reason i liked it i thought it was good i i I watched it now and i'm like this isn't it's not like the worst movie but in terms of like from a marvel perspective and like where the story plays and like i obviously we it's eddie norton and it's not um and it's not mark Ruffalo. ruffalo There's not a lot of overlap because, like, I've, I feel like this is one area where this shows, like, a growing pain that Marvel had where it was, like, from a consistency perspective where it's, like, they let Eddie Norton write the the movie and it seems like more of a one, like, a standalone movie than it totally part, does. Of, part of, like, the Marvel universe, really. Because, like, even, like, Eddie Norton's portrayal of Bruce Banner is very different from Mark Ruffalo's and especially where they take Mark Ruffalo... Mm-hmm. Or, like the character in the later phases where he's almost more like a Hulk like or not Hulk but um Thor right and how he, he becomes d- like one of the more powerful ones yeah and just like the way that he talks they're his dialogue the way that they set like they perceive him as a character like it's not what he is at the, in this phase and in, in this movie in particular um so this they, was yeah, a they, mistake
1: for Marvel essentially. This was like the the speed bump that they needed to get over to make the Hulk what yeah, they wanted him to be.
0: Inevitably there was going to be I mean there there has to be at least one of you're making all of these movies. Like there's going to be one that like doesn't make sense. I thought
1: you were going to take a stance on this movie and tell me why you liked it. I did not I d- know who you were this was going to be your I, outlook on it.
0: No, well like from a from that's that's from like a Marvel story perspective. In terms of like a movie I I was entertained during this movie. I thought it was good,
1: <laughs> dude. I I did not like this movie as any. Do you fan. not
0: like Liv Tyler? Because I feel like that's who I mainly that. That, that that's was I one of
1: it. that's that's <laughs> one of the main reasons, dude. She was so bad. Well, she's like a that's she her. was the Lord of the Rings chick, right? That was yeah, like Aragorn's girlfriend.
0: I also remember uh, the main reason why I remember her is because of the her character in Armageddon. With, oh, yeah. with Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's just like the... Uh, she. That's just like her character where she plays like this, like, someone who seems like they're she, almost she, about to cry. Like, they're about... Yeah. She's her just voice talking. was so quiet the <laughs> whole time. She was, like,
1: whispering and, like, there was no, like... Substance her character at all. It felt like she was just like being dragged
0: along the whole time. Like I mean, she is. She's just the middleman between Hulk and Ross, right? That's
1: it's. She was her character was so. She's supposed to seem
0: like vulnerable and stuff, and like I don't know. Her character in Lord of the Rings, like that. That is who. Like that's who she is. Yeah, that's who she is. Like soft, that's the character. Like personality, and I don't know. She, but she's not. I don't. She's not like gritty enough for like a marvel movie i feel like more right especially like the the girls like girl roles female roles in yeah they're all like strong they're all strong and like powerful and yeah
1: i i I agree man i mean like they never even really established their relationship that well like you just saw her as a part of the flashback in the beginning so you knew that they knew each other but like then, all of a sudden, they were like madly in love, and he was like trying to find her. But they never like there was ever a scene where like you were like okay, I like they don't they didn't develop that at all. She just seemed like a girl that was just out there, and her character. I don't know. The writing in that movie had a lot of work to do.
0: With Marvel origin stories, it's like it's either you take the story where it's at, and yeah, you kind of let it play forward. Mm -hmm. there's no like flashback you are not seeing you're watching it happen you're yeah you're watching it happen and you're learning as tony learns about his back like the stuff that happened before him you're learning with tony and that's what i like about it too is you're there from the beginning expected you to like know like the the initial scene sets it off in such a terrible way like they should have really There's so much show- information
1: sh- in that flashback yeah, and, and they it's like, and if literally been, flashed over it or like glazed over yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and you're just like, "All right, well now we're supposed to know that he put he put Liv Tyler in the hospital and he scared the shit out of General Ross and now th- that's you know, like you're supposed to know ev- everything about their their relationship from that point and then and now that now we're going to move forward. But it's like I almost feel like with Hulk they should have done it like him being on the run to Brazil where he then was hiding out like put it, put the first scene as him on the run there right and being chased by General Ross and then have a flashback scene later or, i mean like previous that shows that f- where he's being te- where he's testing on himself and then General Ross is there with Liv Tyler and then it's like okay like now we have some st- we already have the stakes in the game like he's on the run this is why he's on the run right And now let's move this shit forward. Do you blame Eddie Norton with the writing?
1: I think I do. I mean, I think you have to. That's literally he skipped the beginning of the story. He put you in the middle, where you were expected to know things from, like a I always like. I know that. I know
0: that like. It's not. It's not just one hand on these type of things. Right. For sure. So it's like it's hard for me to just say like it's Eddie Norton. But you blame. But I blame the writing. I blame yeah, the writing, the whatever yeah, the that write, means. The writing I blame put the writing. them. The writing put them in a bad position, and then it's like, then you're kind of just like chasing this. I don't know this feel for the movie where it's like you can't really get behind any of the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the villain Emil Blonsky, the uh, the abomination, and then like Mister Blue, who turns into the Brainiac like mm-hmm. way at the end, but he's just like they're they're all right. They're not you. Again, very shallow. You're very aware that they're side characters. Yeah, and they're like you know that they're bad. Like it's just like automatically like looking at the guy, looking at them, you're just like ah, they're they're, these guys are bad. The government is bad. Yeah. So yeah. Overall, in Marvel, in overall Marvel storyline, not eh. the best. Not Not the the best. best. And then I we pretty much already touched on Iron Man two, and that's wasn't much better um just sha- yeah. shallow villain not much going on with the story um it's pepper potts bec- pepper potts becomes ceo war machine and black widow are introduced they already introduced Rhodey, but they hadn't he hadn't become war machine until iron man 2 natasha romanoff is introduced that's those are big things other than that from a story perspective not really much there. They didn't really use anything with Justin Hammer, which they kind, which made it seem like he was going to come back and maybe do something. Maybe he will in f- in the future. Um, w- that remains to be seen. Um, but I doubt it because that's you know, I like Sam Rockwell in that in that role. Was that mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he w- He's actually kind of plays that asshole pretty well. Um, and Jarvis is introduced in Iron Man too. That's right, and yeah. old and old Howard Stark.
1: Howard Stark was oh, that's right, yeah. I, old, dude, Howard, so old Howard, I c- the one that's gonna be shown in, like more, right.
0: like he's the Madman guy.
1: Yeah. Yep. With the map. Wait, with the? The map. man with the map.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything you wanna hit on? Before no, not we... with Iron
1: Man too. I feel like yeah. let's talk about Thor, dude. Dude, Thor was a great movie. Really. I like. I Dor feel a like,
0: lot. I, uh, for some reason, I hate this version of Thor now that I know what what the what the true version of Thor is. Well, dude, is this hilarious the, dude. Yeah, obviously they have to. Be, uh, you know, this is as we said before, small cheese. <laughs> they had to figure not, him out. They had to figure him out. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's just like watching it now. is just like ah, I wish there was just. I wish there was, like, Ragnarok Thor set into this movie. He's funny. He says funny shit. He says funny shit.
1: Literally, he, like, walks into the pet store, and he goes, I need a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny Yeah, as yeah. Half. Or,
0: he, like, I did, he walks into that uh, that diner. He's like, I need sustenance. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he drinks a coffee. He's like, I like this beverage. And he smashes a coffee. He's like, bring me more. <laughs> more. <laughs> That's funny shit. He's like, what I do? But, yeah.
1: Underrated role, man? The man Idris Elba playing the gatekeeper. Heimdall. Huge Heimdall guy. <laughs> yeah. Big fan I of like, Heimdall.
0: I'm a big Heimdall guy, too. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and also, Hawkeye is introduced in this movie.
1: Yeah, what are your thoughts on Hawkeye?
0: I didn't. I mean, I, I thought uh, once again that he was small cheese until I watched Avengers, and I'm like, damn, this guy's actually. You still don't think he's small cheese? No, dude, this guy's huge. I love Hawkeye. Hawkeye, really? it, yeah, Hawkeye's big time, dude. In phase three, he's big time. I'm not a big Hawkeye guy, man. I'm what? not a big
1: Hawkeye guy. I'm not a big Black Widow guy. What? Yeah, dude.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Bro. I just don't think what? they're, like, superheroes, dude. They're, like, trained bro, agents. They're, like, Black assassins. Black Widow
0: is whooping ass the entire time. It, but she doesn't she have isn't... any superpowers, whooping and he doesn't and have doesn't any have... superpowers. Bro. I
1: mean, they're the, the coolest thing about Hawkeye is the arrows that he shoots, like the weapon is cooler than the the actual guy. The guy doesn't have. Any I feel like power. the he's... weapon is
0: his limiting factor. If he had, if he chose a better weapon, one that.
1: But that's eventually... his thing. He's the arrow guy. How yeah, are you gonna give you arrow think... guy a different weapon? Hey, if he gave Tony him a different Stark weapon, he wouldn't had... be a superhero. He would just be a guy with a, with another weapon. He wouldn't be a superhero. He needs what? the arrow. Otherwise, he's what is, a what is... su-
0: well, he's not really a superhero. They're just enhanced individuals. They're super. They're like assassins.
1: They're like trained
0: really well. They're trained
1: assassins. So I
0: don't like. That's the
1: thing. Like, this is superhero man. These are superheroes. We need. We need some some kind of, like biologically different. I mean, thing. they.
0: I. I mean, their story. Their backstory is to be revealed. Like, we'll see what right. happens. You'll learn learn about Black Widow's storyline. I feel like these people are like. I mean they're not they're not just like any people that they just like picked off the street that ha- that are able to like kick people's asses like they their yeah. backgrounds are deep and they are you know they're they're assassins like, You know what right? I actually they're don't right? not like them that much I just like, started going <laughs>
1: on a tangent there I'm like totally fine with them I just like I damn like, Did
0: you <laughs> watch fucking uh what's the last movie Endgame? It no like, they shit got real in Endgame. Game they're like they get the he gets the fucking stones, dude. They're not my Clint favorite. Barton. I wouldn't like Yeah, yeah, sure. They're definitely lower on the list. I feel that recently I've gained a lot of appreciation, especially on this last watch watch Well, you, you the... just
1: watched 2 and 3. So that's much more fresh in your memory than anything. I am still like at this I haven't seen I haven't rewatched Infinity War or I haven't rewatched Endgame. Holy crap. So I can't yeah. wait to fucking yeah, get yeah. to that I point. Think, like I'm I excited think... as hell.
0: I think as because we're having these conversations and like now you know the how I feel about them, I think as you watch the rest of these moving forward, you will gain an even what even like watching Avengers now with the appreciation that I have like they Black Widow and and Hawkeye do play like pretty crucial roles in the Avengers movie like all of the Avengers movies I feel. And yeah. Black Widow in more than that in the Captain America Thor and Avengers are very tied.
1: Like they're very much like parallel, and you you learn a lot in Thor that is later covered in Avengers.
0: Right. It's yeah. It's like almost like a part one, part two, because especially specifically just because of like the progression of Loki, and him in Thor. You kind of at the beginning you kind of don't know. You know he's his brother, but then you realize like he's a he's a little salty, and he's an ice giant, and. He, play, he likes to play these little tricks, and then he becomes the god of mischief. Not becomes, but he is a, a revealed to be the god of mischief and all this stuff. And then Thor has to stop him. He escapes narrowly at the end, and then he sh- pops back up very quickly in Avengers. <laughs> I think in the first scene, right? Where he, like, the first scene is Dude, literally- no, like,
1: it, he pops back up in Thor in the after credits scene- when he's shown oh, to be yeah. the one controlling the doctor, like you find out right away that he's alive.
0: Right. You're Which right. I thought was
1: weird. Like you ended on this cliffhanger and then you completely like pull that back immediately in the same movie. Or
0: is it a genius move that it's like, now you know, we'll get ready for what's about to come? Then they release fucking Captain America and we're like, bam, we're going to take you back. So now yeah. you gotta wait. So that was the actual cliffhanger: is to realize that you weren't gonna find out anything that was, like, in present yep. day. So Loki that was-
1: being alive was the last thing you knew in current times, right? And then it took you Th- all then the it way. takes back. you
0: back. Then the end of Captain America takes you back to present day, right, where they're pretending to hold him in this, in this nineteen forties like thing. Then he breaks out of a wall because he's able to do that. He breaks out of multiple walls, and then he gets <laughs> he gets found in Times Times Square by right. Nick
1: Fury. And yeah, Nick Fury is like and recruiting Nick him. By yeah, the end Nick of it, he's like punching the boxing
0: bag. Can you even imagine, dude? If you woke up and it was seventy years later, no what way, you would dude. even think about? Like, they yeah, should that. make us. They should make a short movie on on his the thirty minutes <laughs> after he is told that <laughs> that he's <had> seventy years <laughs> in the future. That's what I yeah, want to dude. see. Chris Evans, reprise your role and let us know. <laughs> exactly let us know how you felt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you had some thoughts. I want to know those thoughts. We I want know, to know dude. the thoughts. He's,
0: I, yeah, exactly. Did he go to get shawarma? <laughs> <laughs> he actually found out about sh- what shawarma was before yeah, Tony that, Stark. <laughs> exactly, dude. That would be the real, uh, the real twist of the story. Like when when
1: Tony's like, Yeah, there's a Schwarba place down the street <laughs> because I'm just <laughs> like, Yeah, I know. I've been there.
0: <laughs> it is really good. And I know exactly what it is because <laughs> Tony's like, I don't even know what Schwarba is, but I want it. <laughs> Schwarba's mad good, dude.
1: I love Schwarba. I love that's one of my favorite scenes, all of phase one is like literally the last scene where they're just they're just fucking tired as hell. he's like, Hey, we did it so guys, quietly. <laughs> 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 that that was awesome. What a, what a way to he had just off. fallen from a hole in space. I know. He in was that like, wormhole,
0: he put he put, a, he put a nuclear missile in the wormhole. He fell down and then he d- announced
1: that. Dude, you thought that he was just gonna like put the missile through the hole and be like, yeah, it have gotta we avoided it, nice. But he actually goes through and throws it at the spaceship and does the double time. Yeah, and what comes a back
0: baller ass move that was, and that sick. was it, it was it was i think that's what gained uh that's how uh, iron man gained um captain america's trust because like initially in that movie he was like he's yeah. really going at him he's like you're not do you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing why are you joking around like all this shit and he was saying were, that to to- he's conflicts like, were starting it, to be known yeah and it's like right before that right before the the attack on the ship when they were all arguing, right, uh-huh. Captain America said to uh, Iron Man was like, uh, or not just Steve Rogers was saying it to Tony Stark, but he was essentially just like, you wouldn't be the one to like lay your life down on, on the line if, if things got bad for right. the people around you. And he was like some specific example. And At the end, he that was wrong. Yeah, that was th- that was the move that he would do, do it. And then um, I think they became friends for a little bit before they, they do all the fighting. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Until Civil War.
1: That's when shit gets real. But like, they, but, like, they made that conflict known, like, right away, right? Like, right yeah, when I mean, him they and just Cap meet, th- there was, like, they were bumping heads on the same things they're bumping heads about later.
0: It's just the way that they handle problems, right? It's, like, Captain America is just from... Um, you know, like, uh, just a blue collar, like where, you know, this is what's right. We got to do what's right and we got to do it and we got to do it at whatever the cost is. Like I will, you know, I'll sacrifice myself and and do whatever needs to be done to, to do what I think is right versus like Iron Man, who is a little bit more calculated because he's, you know, that's, that's the way he thinks. Like he's not, he's not so sure. You think Iron Man's
1: calculated? I think I thought he was, like, a wild card. Like, he was the guy that would, like... He was the... What's it he called? He seems like... The spontaneous it, they, make one. It,
0: they make it seem like he's a wild card, but he's able to do that process... He's able to process how things are going to happen in his head, I feel. He's a genius and,
1: wild card, but, like, like... For example, when he jumped out of the plane, and Cap was like, we need a plan, and he's like, I have a plan. My plan's to an attack. And he just jumps out, and he's like, I'm going to wing this shit.
0: Well, I think it, like, as... Well... Yeah, I guess this is more later on. Right. I think like I think right now in phase 1 definitely wildcard as he moves forward, I think he starts to be more quiet. Like he's he has he has an idea for how th- how he wants things to go, but he doesn't like always share that information with everyone all the time. Like that's that's I mean, we'll talk about that in phase 2 with like specifically like Age of Ultron and 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 that that whole rift where he goes behind everyone's back and then it goes into the, like the civil war issues. Like that right. whole thing is we'll, we'll dive deeper into that in a later pod. But yeah, I think, I, th- I think you're right. I'm sorry. I was uh, in phase one, definitely more of a wild card with how he handles things. And definitely more like, I mean, he's probably just more immature as like a yeah, he's, person. Exactly. You know? And that's, like, that's a, I mean, that's showcased in iron man too, right? Where he's just like drunk in the suit and he pees in it. And then like, that's how, uh, war machine is comes out is because roadie has to stop him mm. and he takes one of the suits and, and stops him. And so like, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a very immature Tony Stark that doesn't really know how to handle the, all of the situations in the best way. And maybe he, n- he never really does. He never really gets like, that's part of his, his the character the, you know, the duality of his character is that he is always a wild card.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's definitely part of his arc. The thing. So, we're talking about Avengers, right? One of the things that, like, I wasn't super clear on when I was watching, like, the uh, intro movies, like, the individual superhero movies, was, like, this idea of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, like, what they were, right? Like, I always knew they were some agency, like, some kind of secret agent, something, something, right? But then that becomes really clear in Avengers, like, what S.H.I.E.L.D. is and the reason that they're trying to, like, recruit these people. And I thought that, like, I, I like that they... That was what that was an Easter egg in every single movie, right? And it felt like Avengers was, like, the reveal, the, and, like, you zoom out. Yeah. And you're like, okay, there's a larger thing happening here, which is S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers initiative.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, they also... It's, it's deep-rooted, right? It's been around for a while. You don't really know that. Um, you kind of get hints of it from captain america with like they talk about it a little bit obviously there's yeah there you mentioned the easter eggs that they it's just like it's an initiative right you don't really know what it what shield, what what shield's motives are
1: yeah they're like sketchy dude like like you want to like sam but he's bald and he has an eye patch so you really like don't trust him the whole time yeah he does some good guy stuff like he he called off the new nu- or he said no to the nuke originally on new york but then like he does things like like when that agent dude died and he put the cards in his pocket to like try to motivate them. Like he pulls shady well, shit sometimes. So you're always questioning yeah. his intentions.
0: Well, I think you you know that shield is good at that point. You know that shield is good. You don't know, I mean, what we do know about Nick Fury at that point I feel like is he is going to do what he feels is right at any cost. Right. Yep. And he, his main mission at this point, he hasn't been humbled yet. His main mission at this point is to bring the Avengers together, mm-hmm. and prove to them that, you know, working together is what what they need to do to protect the to the world against the and against these threats and the threats to come. Yep. Um, I think that the Nick Fury putting the cards in the pocket thing that Colson is his last words is like they needed something to rally around. Like that's what he was about right. to say. He like said it in less words than what I just said, but I that's what I took it as. And I think that's why that's why you can kind of forgive Nick Fury from doing that type of like manipulative shit. But it was like a trust thing, Be-
1: right? Like, you knew that, like, you couldn't fully trust everything he was saying at that point. Yes. Right? Like, that w- That marked, that was like a hint. Right? Like, you, you, you didn't know much about his, pers- or his, like, morals up until that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you don't know his morals. You know that he is, he is, Um. he's loyal to that goal. Like he yeah. wants that, he wants to do, uh, to achieve that goal. But right. yeah, you're, you're right from a, from a future perspective. It's
1: not like good or bad. It's more like where his, like, you learn more about how he thinks. About yeah. And I think he, I right mean, he pl-
0: he's like a, he's like a dual type of character. Like he does, th- he does some things that is not great. And as you know, mo- I think that's more stuff that happens later, but it's, it's stuff that's questionable. Um, mm-hmm. He does some questionable stuff here, but I think, from an overall perspective, I felt like I always felt like he was, he was on the right side. Like he was doing the right things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I guess other things in Avengers, Loki is the main villain. Um, he's given a scepter where he's able to control people's minds. We later find out that he's given him that er, he gets, this, he got the scepter from Thanos. Um, the scepter is a mind stone, so that's why he can do what he can do. He's supposed to come to Earth to retrieve the Tesseract, which um, at this point... Who has a Tesseract at this point?
1: At this point... Um,
0: oh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. has it. S.H.I.E.L.D. has the Tesseract, because they, they recovered that shit. Um, after, ta- Yeah, after Captain America, remember?
1: Howard Stark finds it.
0: Yeah, and he gives it to Shield. And he or, gives it to he Shield. Is Sh-
1: he is Shield, he gives it right. to Shield.
0: Shield has it in their possession. Yeah. Um, so they always they, like that's so why. They've Mick had Fury- it
1: since like nineteen forty two. They've just been sitting on it. Right. Right? And then Loki comes and steals well, it I from think them som- at the beginning th- of
0: Avengers. Yeah, I think something happened. I think there's a there's Captain Marvel stuff that happens where they sure, she she right. takes something in that movie where they they take the tesseract it's in space and then captain marvel brings it back or some something along those lines got it um and so but yeah it's in the possession of shield it gets stolen immediately by loki um and then he takes control of hawkeye and the and um eric selwig and starts doing (laughs) his his dirty work
1: and at this point you know that the tesseract is something that at one point belonged to like odin in like um thor's world right yeah. because at the beginning of captain america they were at some odin's temple and like all that happened right they don't really mention the tesseract in thor up until the very end when in the after credit scene right. and then in avengers thor comes after loki when he steals the tesseract so it's clear that like this is something he knows about, and it was something that was important to them for whatever reason. But at that point, you don't really know why or, like, the, yeah. the background of that.
0: Yeah, you don't really know what the Tesseract is, really, except for that it's... it's For human purposes, it's it's used to make weapons. That's all you it's really energy. know. It's a yeah, source it's a, of energy. It's a source of energy that's unlike any that's on Earth at that point that's been discovered. So that they, that's the main reason and- why... Anybody wants it. Each other with
1: Isn't that that's great So that's another thing in Marvel, right? Where like they they differentiate the good and the bad guys not by just like like morals, but more like how they how they would use an energy source like that. Yeah. Like Tony Stark's whole thing is like we're creating clean energy using dark reactor, blah blah blah, and then, shields or not shields whole thing, but like. The uh, Hydra whole thing is like, we have this all this energy source. We're going to make weapons with it. Yeah, And you start getting hints that that's what S.H.I.E.L.D. wants to do. And then you're like, okay, well, this is bad. And that's yeah. how they... Like, how do you use power, essentially? Yeah,
0: yeah and that's... I mean, that's an overarching theme throughout all of these phases. It's just like, how do you use the power that's given to you? Yeah, so then, obviously, all the, the people come together in this movie. They're brought together... I love uh, the
1: scenes when they're bringing them together. Yeah, I like mean... It, it's it felt good. like Ocean's
0: Eleven, like, when they're doing, <laughs> like, all the
1: recruiting and shit. Yeah. Like, they all have their little scenes where they get fouled, they told they get told the situation, they're like, oh, okay, and then they
0: Yeah, and then it's it's just, like, a huge... It's like, the tr- uh, trust is a huge theme in this movie, too. It's just, like, nobody knows who to trust. Everybody's all just, like, skeptical of each other and what their motives are and who's actually there to help and who's hurting them, and... Um, you know they they fight amongst each other for a little bit but then realize that there is a greater battle to be had and you know all all of those things are hit in this movie and i think the battle of new york is just like one of the i don't know it would be like on the mount rushmore of things that's happened in in the mcu so far just like in the way that they did it in a way that you know superhero movies have never had anything like that be done before on that scale um and just like it sets the tone for the for phase two and three i think just like the way that the characters interact with each other after that point is just like it it is the foundation of what's to come
1: they they like set the the scale right like with the battle of new york it was like making you know that this, like, how big the threat is yeah. and why, like, the Avengers need to be a thing because they're literally the only thing stopping them from, from like, destroying humanity. Like, they, humanity literally needed them because the threat was that big. And that's the whole thing. That's, like, their rally cry, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I guess their rally cry is also there. The the agent that ended up dying. But uh, my re- first reaction it, to that was like, I didn't know they were all that close with that guy. <laughs> like, I know he's the guy that initially like recruited all of them. And like, he was in all the movies and stuff, but like, I didn't know that he was like one of the gang. I didn't know he was like one of the gang. <laughs> like they were all like, so sad. Like, Oh my God, that guy died. Shit. Shit. He was
0: a, a big guy. Robin Schwabsky was really taken back by, by that <laughs>
1: yeah, one. Robin Chabotsky was, was fucking torched she, by that. She yeah, was she did not devastated. Like,
0: she, she was getting treatment done on her arm or something, and then she had to stop them from doing the treatment because <laughs> she had heard about my guy, Phil. Phil.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Phil's in the Marvel Universe, we didn't say this, but fucking Phil, Phil for Modern Family is in the Hulk. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> also,
0: <laughs> can I say that you think that the Jeremiah song, Feel Like Phil, is about <laughs> Phil Colston. You feel think? like Phil when I make a play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it has to be. Oh, man. We all Jeremiah, thought it, you all thought it was guy. Fresh Prince, but little did we know. Big Marvel guy, Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, other other big takeaways from Avengers towards the end of the movie is just like, Loki's scepter is recovered by S.H.I.E.L.D. after the battle. Um, Thor takes Loki and the Tesseract back to Asgard. Um, and then the end credits scene outside of the Shorma scene, which is amazing, mm-hmm. um, is, the, is Thanos is introduced. That is the moment
1: after watching all of Phase 1 that you realize that everything before that was small cheese.
0: And that's it for this edition of Club Paradise Podcast. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Till next time, take care.